Hello wonderful people and welcome to our second thoughts video. Today is our last second thoughts video. We're going to be transitioning um, our second thoughts videos to pondering on the couch which should be an exciting series that we will be looking at. But today I just want to give us some second thoughts relating to my sermon The Great Commission uh, in Matthew chapter 28 verses 16 uh, to 20 and I know it was quite a challenging sermon because I was challenged by it myself and not just a sermon but what Jesus commissions us as a church to do to go and to make disciples so for many of us we may be challenged by the sermon and you're thinking you know what I, I want to begin to obey Jesus I understand he has power and authority and he's commissioning us to go and make disciples I want to start doing this I want to obey Jesus and I want to start doing this but then you're thinking at the back of your, head, of your head is, how do I do this? Where do I start? How do I make disciples? And this is what I want to look at today. And I think one of the best, best places to look at when it comes to making disciples is, of course, looking at the Bible, looking at Jesus's model on how he made disciples, and then looking at how some of the other disciples made more disciples too. Because I don't believe there's just one way to make disciples. I think there's so many books out there. There's so many material out there that speaks about discipleship and what that looks like in different contexts and different places. But I don't think there's a, a one way to make disciples because, again, we encounter different people who do things different, who live in a different culture. It's similar to the gospel message, even though there's a central gospel message, there's not one way to, to preach it. There's not one way to communicate it. There's different types of people who you, you will communicate the gospel message in a different way. So I think there's some helpful things that we need to think about as we have this heart for Jesus to go and make disciples, as we listen to his command and go and make disciples. And I just thought of three initial things that came to mind. Uh, personally, this is something that I, I do in terms of seeking uh, to make disciples for Jesus Christ. And I, I hope that they can be helpful for you as well. So this is three simple things. They're not simple things to live out, but it's simple things I believe to understand. So the first thing is this. I believe that we need to be intentional about making disciples. You see, Jesus tells his disciples in Matthew 28 to, to go and make disciples. There's something about going. We should never assume that people will just look at us and think about how amazing we are and just rush to us. That doesn't happen most of the time unless you're some huge celebrity. But when you're a humble servant of Jesus, when you're a disciple of Jesus, there's something about going and being intentional about looking for people that you can walk alongside, that you can encourage, that you can disciple. This could be people in our church. Maybe there's someone in our church who you know is struggling with their faith or they're new Christians. These could be people like this. This could be your friends, your family member. This could be someone who you spoke, shared the gospel to at work, or maybe a stranger who you happen to have a good conversation with and they become a Christian through your conversation and through your sharing of the gospel. There is always someone that needs encouragement, someone that needs to be walked alongside, someone that needs guidance, someone that needs direction in the Christian faith. It's a long journey and it can be a difficult journey. And that's why Jesus wants his disciples to make more disciples. So there's always someone that we can be discipling. So once we identified someone 
uh, maybe in our church, maybe in our family member, one of our family members, or or maybe it's on the streets or at work. Once you've identified someone, never think that you can't be their disciple or think that actually, you know what, I'm going to leave them to the pastors. I'm going to leave them to the super Christians and they can decipher them. No, always see your part to play because this great commission was not given to some sort of elitist Christian, as I mentioned on Sunday, but it's given to all people who see themselves as disciples of Jesus. So think about your involvement in making disciples. Once you identify someone, think about how you can have a positive impact as a disciple in their lives and not just someone else that you can just throw them to because you don't feel like you can do the work. You can do it. So we need to be intentional about making disciples because disciples are not born. They, they don't just come out of thin air. They are they are made. When Jesus says, go and make disciples, so there's someone that Jesus wants you to walk alongside. And this is what Jesus did. Jesus went and he called these disciples to himself and they came. So maybe this is something you need to think about this week. Maybe there's someone on your heart, someone that you know can you can encourage, someone who's new to the Christian faith, someone who is struggling with their faith and needs some encouragement. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to reflect and think about how you can disciple this person or groups of people. The second thing is this. Be relational. This is so important. Be relational. Once you've found someone or you've identified someone that you can walk alongside, um, it's so important that we begin to be relational. Once we found someone and they agree, because this is not a forcing thing, you don't go and say, look, I'm going to be your disciple. You're going to follow me. It doesn't work like that. But once you identify someone and they've agreed uh, to this, I believe it's so important that you start to build a relationship. Because it's important that we don't see people as, as church projects, but we see people as, as our family, people who Jesus loves. And because Jesus loves them, we want to love them too and walk alongside them and, and show our love through our actions to these people. And this, of course, takes time. With every relationship, it takes time. It can be time consuming. But building a relationship is so important because as you build a relationship with this person, they will begin to share their worries, their fears, their insecurities, their questions about God. And then you can share through the scriptures what Jesus has to say about these things. But of course, in any relationship, there needs to be, it needs to go two ways. We need to be willing to open up our lives to people too, so that people can see our insecurities, our fears, our worries, and see how Jesus speaks into those things too. But it's so important that we not just open up our lives to the people that we like, but to the people we want to disciple. And this is, again, something that Jesus did, which was so effective. He didn't just say, just meet me uh, one hour a week, um, on, on in the in the tabernacle in the um, temple and we're gonna have some sort of conversation no he opened up his life to them come and do life with me come and see how i live and this is what jesus did and of course this may not be very practical for so many people to have you know different people living with you and which is which is really good but it might not be practical for so many people but this can look like eating together with someone crying together, giving advice with each other, inviting them to your home, inviting them into your life in many different ways. This is so important. And again, as we invite them into our lives, we are showing them what it looks like to be a Christian, what it looks like to be a disciple, and they are learning through these things. 
I believe there is a cost. Of course, Jesus says there was a cost to be a disciple, but it's also a cost in discipling other people. Normally that cost is your time, which is, of course, connected to your life. And the third thing, the third thing is this. Uh, teach people through your life. Teach in a relational way, but teach people through your life. And I mentioned in my sermon that I think there's a way that Jesus wants us to teach others. He always wants his disciples to go and teach. I mean, that's what he says in the Great Commission, to teach them everything that I have commanded you. But I think the teaching that Jesus wants them to deliver is one that is first lived out. They need to be living out what Jesus has taught them so that they can be effective teachers. There is something about being bold, about teaching people the Bible, teaching people what Jesus has said and what he looks for in a disciple. But we first need to be living that out. And I think there are so many people who would love to be Christians, but they don't see what that looks like in their lives. They don't see how that's going to work in their lives. Or they think that this is a very impossible thing to live out, or it seems too hard to live out, or it can be boring. I'm not going to be able to do any fun things anymore. But once you come along as a disciple of Jesus, showing them that living a life for Jesus is exciting. It can be challenging, but we have a helper, the Holy Spirit. But teaching them that actually living out the gospel, um, living out um, the ways of Jesus Christ is exciting. It's brilliant. It's life changing. It's transformative. And when people see this in reality, like, hold on, somebody actually lives like this, like this is possible. This will be such a huge witness to people. So teaching people through your life is so important. But there is also something about spending time with people and just open up the Bible. Because again, we're not pointing people to ourselves and pointing people to how amazing we are. It's all about Jesus and we want to point people to Jesus. So it's so important that in discipleship making that we open up the Bible and we teach people. We're living it out. And we teach people and this could be done in many different ways through one-to-one -one interactions through inviting them to different activities in the church that involves teaching through inviting people into home groups where you you're learning the bible together these are ways that we can teach people as we seek to be disciples so those are three simple things again they're simple in in theory but hard to live out because again, ultimately you are pouring out your life. You are investing in people's lives. And this is something that Jesus wants us to do. He invested into his disciples' lives and he wants them to invest into other people's lives too. So I hope this was helpful as we begin to think and pray about how we make disciples today. As Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations. Let's not just look at people that look like us to make disciples or people who we are friendly with or, or people that sound like us and so on and so on. But we want to make disciples of all nations. So let's think about people we can begin to disciple this week. God bless.